3 p.m. right here at KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM, and it's time for a very, very special episode of Ferrobology. On this uh, special episode, I'm going to be showcasing uh, the career of Yasmin Hamdan. If you don't know who she is, you better uh, sit tight. She is an amazing, amazing musician who comes from Lebanon. She will be uh, the topic and the spotlight of uh, this week's show. And uh, this young lady has done so much and has uh, contributed so much to the uh, musical scene, the alternative musical scene in Lebanon, in the region, in the West and in the East, that she truly deserves a show dedicated just to her. On this special show, I will be actually interviewing Yasmin Hamdan. Yes, I was able to uh, land an interview with her while she is in Paris, or was in Paris two days ago. A pre-recorded interview by telephone in which she graciously, graciously spoke about her music, her her ambitions, her uh, past uh, endeavors, and her future plans. Here she is, Yasmin Hamdan. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy her. She is the topic of today's show right here on Arabology. Just 
that was the amazing sound of uh, Yasmin Hamdan. It was actually uh, part her and part uh, the, the genius of Merweis, who actually, uh, I don't know if you know who he is, you probably will when I tell you that he co-produced and co-wrote some of Madonna's albums, including uh, the music album and the uh, American Life album. Well, this was that same Merweis who got together with the Lebanese-born uh, Yasmin Hamdan and together uh, under the name Yas, Y-A-S, they created an album called Arabology, which was released in 2009. Now, if the name Arabology sounds a little bit familiar to you, it's probably because you're listening to a show called Arabology. And now, ladies and gentlemen, after five seasons on the air, you know where I got my inspiration for the name of the show. It was inspired, in fact, by uh, the Arabology album. And uh, so a big thank you to Yas and especially to Yasmin Hamdan for uh, inspiring this show to go forward. Ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, 3.05 p.m. I'm your DJ Ramsey, and uh, I will be with you until 5 p.m. today. We'll be spotlighting for most of the show the career, uh, the amazing music, and the uh, unpretentious words of Yasmin Hamdan herself, who uh, is a singer, songwriter, and actress of Lebanese descent. She's now based in Paris, and she first became known with the group Soap Kills. It was a duo that she founded along with uh, Zayt Hamdan, who is no relation, but who is also a, a musical genius. Uh, they formed that duo together while she was still living in Beirut. And the first album that they released as Soap Kills was called Bata. It was in 1999. And uh, Soap Kills, of course, was one of the very first independent electronic bands in the Middle East. And uh, their innovative approach uh, exerted a very lasting influence on the musical scene. In fact, many people seem to credit Soap Kills for the emergence of a visible and audible alternative music scene in Lebanon and in the region. To this day, Yasmin Hamdan is considered as an icon of underground music across the Arab world. And uh, it was after she moved to Paris that uh, Yasmin collaborated with Coco Rosie and uh, teamed up with Merweis, who, uh, of course, is the uh, person I told you about who, uh, 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 I guess, uh, produced and co-wrote some of the Madonna albums. He was also a part of uh, French electronic new wave band Taxi Girl in the 80s, if you know about them. And uh, so Yasmin Hamdan and Mirwais uh, recorded together the Arabology album, which was uh, around 2008-2009 under the name Y-A-S. And the song that you just heard right here on the Arabology show was actually from the the Arabology album. It was called Yes Pop, and uh, it was by uh, Yes. In fact, the, the intro to the show also featured another track. It was uh, that uh, sort of a very uh, interesting sound of counting numbers in Lebanese. And uh, that was, I thought, a great way to pick, uh, kick off the uh, Arabology show, which uh, is partly focusing on the album Arabology. Well, I'm not going to say too much more, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm sure you're all very eager 
eager to hear my interview that I recently conducted with Yasmin Hamdan herself while she was in Paris as recently as two days ago. She, Although she's just launching her new album called Yanas, she was still kind enough and halfway across the world gave me time for an interview in which she spoke about her upcoming album and many other things. I'm going to be playing that uh, interview for you, ladies and gentlemen, in several parts on today's episode of Arabology. So stay tuned for that. We've got lots and lots of goodies coming your way. Do not go anywhere. The National AIDS Memorial Grove in Golden Gate Park is a living tribute to all whose lives have been touched by AIDS. Their mission is to provide a healing sanctuary to increase awareness and to promote understanding of the human side of the AIDS pandemic. If you would like to volunteer at the Grove or would like to support the Grove and its programs, please visit www.aidsmemorial.org. That's www.aidsmemorial.org. It is 3.12 p.m. right here at KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. I am your DJ Ramsey. The show is Arabology, and I'm about to pre- premiere the uh, first part of my interview with Yasmin Hamdan, conducted by telephone uh, two days ago and uh, while she was in Paris. So uh, here we go. We'll listen to Yasmin, and maybe, just maybe, she'll be telling us about, uh, well, her relation with the word Arabology. So uh, this is uh, Ramsey Salty from Arabology coming to you from KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM I have on the phone with me all the way from Paris France none other than Yasmin Hamdan Yasmin ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban and welcome to Arabology <laughs> Hi So how are you I am we are doing great this is a great day at the station when we are speaking to Yasmin Hamdan <laughs> Yasmin uh, this is uh, I'm, I'm very honored and I'm really happy to hear that the name Arabology found its echo and, and so so far. <laughs> Can you explain to your to our listeners what you mean by that? What no, you, you will explain. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, guess, I guess I could do it, but your first officially released album. As let, a, let, yes, uh, exactly. Let me give you my version. Yes, we, I was working, I worked on an album with Merwais. Uh, we were working on um, on this uh, this for a few years, and it was just before the release of the album, like eight months before, and we needed a name, and we started, uh, you know, guessing, like, started, you know, picking on names, and at some point, I, 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 to joke, I told him, why don't we call it Arabology, and this became the name of the album I did with Merwais in 2009. The thing is, it comes originally from a joke. <laughs> um, my mother is called Aifar, and my my boyfriend, every time he wants to, you know, be witty with me, and if, when, when I'm... Um, when I'm acting like my mother, he calls he calls it Ifarology. So, <laughs> so Ifar Ifarology Arab Arabology. <laughs> this, this is where it comes from. Mother. So, uh, I, <laughs> so um, that's it. But the album itself, uh, Yasmin, was your first uh, sort of officially released album as a solo artist. Yeah, we can say that it was a semi-solo art. I think I look at it as a project, as a duo project that I did with Merwais, more than a solo uh, album because I've I was working with him in, in a certain like let's say it was a concept 
uh, we worked on an electro pop Arabic album we wanted to release. So it was kind of a, like a manifesto. Um, but the, the album I just released right now, where I'm releasing, um, called Yanas, that I pro- co- produced with uh, Marc Collin, is, uh, is my, let's say, can be considered like my first baby alone, my so- solo album that I did with Marc, but, but like a solo thing, because I worked on it um, from A to Z, and I've really um, um, tried to, um, you know, fantasize about what I wanted and connect with uh, desires I had, and uh, and I came with the idea and I wanted something really intimate and 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 semi-acoustic and and uh, a little bit folky. So I, I I started you know imagining what I wanted, what I needed at that moment, and uh, and Mark was here to accompany this. Yeah, and so the the the, uh, the Arabology album was actually released with the name Yas Y A S.
was uh, Yes, which is of course a group that's made up uh, of uh, Mirwais, uh, Ahmad Zai and uh, Yasmin Hamdan. Uh, really, really uh, amazing uh, uh, track, of course, uh, from the Arabology album, an album that they released in uh, 2008. Uh, the single you just heard actually uh, called Get It Right was uh, uh, released in June of 2009. So that album, Arabology, put Yas on the map and also put Yasmin Hamdan on the map. She, uh, The video that uh, accompanied the song was absolutely astounding, played all over, I remember, and it showed her shooting into the sky with tight leather outfits and amazing graphics. It also kind of uh, predicted uh, revolutions in the Arab world way before they were a fact. Uh, really beautifully made uh, album and a beautifully made video by uh, Yas and, of course, featuring Yasmin Hamdan. So the Arabology triumph and the Yas triumph put Yasmin Hamdan on the map and uh, and uh, she took off like uh, an arrow, uh, reaching all sorts of destinations. She then joined forces with Marc Collin uh, from uh, Nouvelle Vague ba- Band to uh, write and produce her first self-titled solo album, which came out in France in Lebanon in 2012 on Kwaidan Records and uh, and then it's just been released internationally with five new tracks just this month in 2013 by Crammed Discs under the title Yanas. In this album which blends pop, folk and electronic sounds with melodies and lyrics inspired by various Middle Eastern traditions, Yasmin Hamdan has undertaken the challenge of a Affirming and rewriting Arabic musical heritage. That's the quote, according to Al Akhbar newspaper. Um, and, uh, and so this album that's just been released is already being critically acclaimed. It is being hailed as one of the most amazing albums to come out of the alternative Arabic music scene. And I am so proud that this week I am uh, featuring my brand new interview with Yasmin Hamdan, which was conducted by telephone while she was in Paris, France two days ago, and uh, where she talked about uh, her uh, career and, of course, her new album. So I'm about to go to part two of uh, of that uh, uh, interview right after this. 
Hi, this is Susan Morris, host of KZSU's talk radio show, What Would Your Mother Say? You never know what you're going to hear on the show. Banter is open, uninhibited, and uncensored. The ideas are provocative and eye-opening. My panel of mothers and Stanford students will get you thinking about what life is really like on college campuses. That's on What Would Your Mother Say? Thursdays from 4 to 5 on 90.1 FM, KZSU, Stanford. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I kept you in uh, suspense long enough. So let's go to part two of my interview with Yasmin Hamdan, which it will lead us to some uh, musical treasures right here on the Arabology Show on this very, very special Thursday afternoon. We're coming to you all the way from Stanford, California, right here at KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. And it's the, it's the, the Yanas album, the American version or uh, of the Yasmin Hamdan self-titled album that was released a few months ago, or is this a different album with different tracks? Well, it's, uh, I, I released uh, this Yasmin Hamdan album just in France and, uh, and in Beirut. And uh, what happened is that when I signed with Crammed uh, Record, Crammed Disc, to release, uh, to to do the, the international release, um, I've decided to uh, add to the to the CD a track that I worked on for um, that I worked on for and and that we uh, we um, uh, we shot for the move, the Jim Jarmusch movie. Um, I I just um, I had a, a a song that I worked. Uh, and 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 shot we shot last year in Tanger and uh, for his movie uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. So I wanted to add it to the tracks tracking list, and we started, you know, fantasizing about what can we change. And I wanted to change the cover. Then I wanted to, I started adding other songs, and we started a conversation, and it ended up with some new songs, some old songs, and a complete other tracking track lists but the thing is it sounds very different even for me some of the songs sound different um it's very weird so yeah you have old new but it's the international release is under Yenas. Yes, it's under Yenas, whereas the European or the French release was under... No, just the French. It was not European. It was just in France. It was released uh, last year in France, and the international is called Yenas. And and what is the song, uh, which track on Yenas is the one that uh, came with the movie, the one you recorded for the film? Uh, It's called Hal. H-A-L. So that one is only available on the international release, for example. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
other tracks that were available on the French uh, uh, version, were they re-recorded for Yanas, or was it the same one? No, it's it's some of, like half of them are the same. Five, five, five are new. The rest is the same. Absolutely. The reason I'm asking you all this, Yasmin, is because your French CD, we did import on KZSU 90.1 FM and it, which it okay. played and people are very familiar with that album. They love it. But I think they're going to love it even more now to know that Yanas actually includes new tracks on top of yeah. that. Plus this will be available for the mass audiences because it was very difficult to get your French CD here in the States. Now I know <laughs> this one will be on iTunes. This one will be everywhere so listeners can uh, download and buy this album anywhere on the, on the internet here in the in the states yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, so let me just ask you a couple of questions about the tracks that I'm familiar with. In terms of the tracks that you had recorded, now these were, some of them were old, um, you know, classics that mm -hmm. you took and re-recorded in a very alternative, special, fresh way. Uh, mm -hmm. Am I correct in that? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been listening to very old Arabic music since the beginning. This is how I started my musical adventure. I started, you know, collecting old stuff, and and this is how eventually I learned Arabic music. It was not in school, not in conservatoire, no, nowhere else than, you know, listening to these songs in my cars or my room or anywhere I can find the occasion. Um, so eventually I... I have I have like love stories with some of the songs and 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 I've you know I've always done that sometimes I pick one song and I just I just like decide that I can I mean I have a desire for this song to re re readapt it and and I take all the freedom I allow myself to you know to to you know do to take it take what I like from it and just reshape it um like a like a sculpture yeah. so i'm um yeah i've done that on some songs i've done that in um on some kuwaiti songs and some egyptian songs and some iraqi songs i've done that on some lebanese songs so i've, I've been familiar and and i've done that from the beginning like since the beginning with soap kills we started singing esmahan and we started singing omar Zanni. so it's it's really um a continuity in my you know in my work yeah and it also makes these songs available to a whole whole new generation of arab listeners in the arab world who uh, mm -hmm. who maybe you know think of these songs as being their grandfather's generation or something and through your music <laughs> they discover it again and they like it and the lyrics are still there and quite powerful only they're accessible to a very new generation
Was that, ladies and gentlemen? That was the one and only Yasmin Hamdan and a track called In Kan Fuadi. That's a very old song, actually, originally, uh, by recorded by Leila Mrad. Boy, that uh, brings me back decades and decades. And what a fresh new approach to that classic uh, by Yasmin Hamdan herself. That track, of course, is available on her self titled French album, Yasmin Hamdan, but also available on the international release release of her brand new album called Yanas, an album that was released this month. So uh, I am so delighted to be bringing you flavors from that album in the previous uh, segments uh, of my interview with Yasmin Hamdan. You actually heard her uh, make references to the album, as well as to a new film by uh, Jim Marshmush. And, uh, and and his new movie in which she is featured and for which she wrote the song Hal, uh, an excerpt of which we played right here on the Arabology show. So it is 3.35 p.m. already and uh, we are not even close to halfway through my amazing interview with Yasmin Hamdan. I hope you've been enjoying the music that uh, I've been playing for you courtesy of Ms. Hamdan herself through her uh, you know solo release as well as 
Rose uh, through her uh, uh, well participation in the Yas uh, project and uh, their Arabology album. My name is DJ Ramsey. The show's name also coincidentally is Arabology, and I come to you every Thursday right here on KZSU Stanford to bring you a taste of the Arabic-speaking world, a very alternative taste that is through music and through highlighting cultural productions from the area. Yasmin Hamdan seems to me to be representative of this new, courageous, extremely artistic scene and music that is coming out of these amazing young people in Lebanon and in the region. So shukran, merci, and thank you to all the artists who make Arabology such a pleasant show to host. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to go uh, pretty soon to the third part of my uh, interview with uh, Yasmin Hamdan. So please don't go anywhere. Do you spend more time watching nature programs than experiencing the real thing? More time laughing at TV jokes than joking around yourself? More time watching TV sex than making love yourself? Then there's something you're missing. Television isn't real, but the addiction is. A message from the Media Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go right to the uh, next part of my interview with Yasmin Hamdan, conducted by uh, telephone while she was in Paris. And uh, in uh, this part, you're actually be hearing her make a few references to uh, a band uh, and a duo that I uh, I know many of you out there love, and that is, of course, Soap Kills. So here is part four of my interview with Yasmin Hamdan right here on the Arabology Show, coming to you from KZSU Stanford, 90.1. FM. Do, do you feel that you have made an impact on the alternative music scene, not only in Lebanon but in the Arab world? Well, um, I, I don't. I think so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, you tell me. I can't tell you. But yeah, I've been doing. I've been, like, in a way, I've been deconstructing and 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 picking. Um, from the heritage, but deconstructing it and and proposing some stuff since the beginning. I've I've, I've started with with Zaid Hamdan uh, Soul Kills in '98. Yeah. It was end of the civil war in Beirut, a very weird period, and uh, we were. It was like a, a beginning of something. It was a very very weird sensation and we started singing some underground I mean we started something that didn't really exist at that time and there were other artists too so we were in a way that was like some some people were out there trying new stuff and 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 some there was a new crowd and there was a, the sensation of everything was new and uh, and it's true that when we started um, there was i mean i had no idea what what the world music what the i mean the 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 business uh, music world was like and and we had no support from nowhere i mean it was like okay let's go and do this okay let's oh this is how how we do stuff oh we have to print this we have to we we used to print our cities ourselves and our posters and do all 
from A to Z and then go talk to the TVs and then talk to the radios, etc. And at that time, we were not considered Arabic, no. uh, Arabic singing, band. Although you're singing in Arabic, but you weren't considered Arabic. No, because I was not singing the way Arabs are used to hear, you know, Arabic women sing. I was really singing like, I don't know, an improvised Arabic singer. I was like, oh, I want to sing in Arabic. Let's do it. So I think that, you know, the Arabic radio, radios were somehow very conservative at that time, and, and our music was was far too experimental for them. So for them, it, it's not Arabic. And, and for the Western radios, we were not, you know, English or Francophone. So in a way, we, we were, it was, it was a strange period. And on TVs, too, it was not... I mean, we were, I was considered in the way I used to sing, etc. Anyway, I mean, we, what we were doing was considered in a way subversive, but interesting, but not interesting. I mean, it was very weird for people. Uh, and pe- the reaction, people's reaction was weird. So when I look at it with, 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 with distance, you know, Soul Kills became like a reference. But, but the reality was really... It was, was very exciting, of course, because it felt like, okay, we need to do this. It, was, it felt like a fight, I feel, I feel like a warrior thing. But um, it also felt cruel at that time because we were living in very conservative societies and I was, you know, um, suffering from that too.
were you not uh, sort of anticipating this kind of response when you formed the group Soap Kills with Zaid Hamdan? Uh, what kind of uh, response? Well, I've not to embarrass you, or uh, Yasmin, but everybody quotes Soap Kills as one of the first bands that started the alternative music scene in Lebanon and the region. And everybody sort of decided <laughs> that groups like Mashru' Layla and, uh, and, and singers like Tanya Saleh, who are alternative singers, probably would not have existed or had the uh, spotlight on them had it not been for Soap Kills and your career as Yasmin Hamdan as well? Well, the thing is, it's more, I think it's, there's no narrative to this. I think that we, it's a reality, yeah, we started, uh, we're part of, we're one of the first bands, Arabic singing, I mean, singing Arabic, alternative, underground, whatever we, we call this, I mean, experimenting, let's say, and deconstructing. Um, I, I, but there is, there is, we opened some doors, and of course there are some other artists that opened some other doors. Um, Tanya Saleh, you know, I, 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 I met Tanya, when I started singing, she was already singing, and, and, and you know, so it's, there is no narrative, but of course we were at the beginning of something, and we were uh, before our time when we started, so it, it's very thrilling, it was very, uh, it was very, um, it felt very special. It also was difficult, but it's, you know, I'm very proud to have done it. And I think that I've learned something. I mean, one of the reasons why I pursue or I continue my, you know, musical adventure is because I'm I'm thrilled by by this material that is Arabic, Arabic singing, singing Arabic, and I'm thrilled by being able to imagine stuff and experiment new stuff and, you know, meet artists, and, and it's, I'm, I, I, I believe that I'm really lucky to be able to work on such a raw material. Uh, I think that Arabic singing, uh, so many things, you know, can still be you know proposed and and so many things can be done with it because it's it's still a very raw material it's it's uh, it's still in a way it hasn't been uh, uh, shaped uh, outside some 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 zones so um, yes, this is what thrills me. This is also what gave me the vision when I started with Sokis. I said, okay, now I'm going to start singing just in Arabic because there is a place that needs to be taken. There is something that needs to be done. There is a point that needs to be made. And there is, like, it's, it felt for me the right thing to do. It gave a drive and a wider drive to my, my career or my, you know, my, my the thing. It, it didn't feel like it's only about me. It felt like it's bigger than me. So I think that all the artists that sing in Arabic are also driven by that in a way. And that are also that take the decision to position themselves as alternative bands or singers. Oh, 
خاطري ولا ليا حق معاك تبقى انت هاجرني وانت اللي ظالمني فاكرني هترجاك انا قلتها كلمه وكل شيء اسمه ودي اسمتي وياك وكفايه قلبي انشغل One and only Yasmin Hamdan, and from her album Yanas, you just heard a track called La Mush. Now, that track, I believe, was uh, actually uh, released, uh, well, many decades ago, and uh, written by uh, Muhammad Abdel Wahab. I think it was called Ana Wil Azab. What a beautiful uh, remix and revamping of a song to make it uh, not only uh, sultry and uh, contemporary, but also uh, keeping the kind of haunting quality of it. That is the genius of Yasmin Hamdan, the Lebanese-born singer, songwriter, and and actress who is the uh, spotlight of uh, this week's episode of Arabology, the show that comes to you every Thursday from 3 p.m. till 5 p.m. right here on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We are streaming live as well at kzsulive.stanford.edu and we are compiling lists and playlists of every show here. So 
if you're interested in uh, the songs that I've been playing on this show or any other show here on KCSU, you can always go to zookeeper.stanford.edu, click on Playlists by Date, and then check out any playlist, including the current one, ladies and gentlemen. You can also check what's currently playing on the air, of course, at kzsu.stanford.edu. Uh, either way, I'm glad you're able to join me wherever you are in the world. It is uh, an honor to uh, host this show every week, and it is an extra, extra degree of honor and pleasure this week because uh, of my interview with Yasmin Hamdan, who, despite her busy schedule, despite her uh, new release, uh, her new album, uh, Yanas, still found the time all the way in Paris, France, to sit and speak with us here on the Arabology Show about her album and about, uh, well, her career as a whole. So let me tell you a little bit more about Yasmin Hamdan before we go to the next segment of my interview with her. Yasmin was born in Beirut, but she spent uh, part of her life in the Gulf countries and also in Greece. She returned to Lebanon to finish school, and that's, of course, where she met her friend Zaid Hamdan and formed the group uh, Soap Kills, uh, which is uh, often called the first Arabic-language indie electronic band. She went on to record four albums with him as Soap Kills, and that turned Yasmin Hamdan into an underground icon throughout the Middle East. In fact, it suffices to just say the name Yasmin. You don't even have to say Hamdan anymore for people to know that you mean the one and only Yasmin Hamdan. She uh, then relocated to Paris and there was her amazing encounter with Mirwais Ahmad Zai, who is the electronic music producer who composed and uh, produced for Madonna, including Madonna's music album and American Life album as well. And that resulted in uh, the duo uh, Mirwais and uh, and Nisri uh, and uh, Yes, me and Hamdan, uh, forming the Yas Project YAS, and uh, releasing their Arabology album in 2009. And I must uh, say here that, uh, you know, as a disclaimer, that that's actually where I got the inspiration for my show, Arabology, which has been airing right here at KCSU 90.1 FM for over five seasons now. Uh, While she was in Paris and uh, after the Arabology album, um, Yasmin uh, teamed up with uh, Nouvelle Vague mastermind Marc Collin and French Marc Collin to create her uh, mesmerizing self-titled debut album Yanas, and that's the album we're featuring in parts here on today's episode of Arabology. The, the CD has just been released on Quaidon as well as Crammed Discs. And uh, it has just been, this international release has just uh, happened uh, this month right here. So if you like her music, if you like what you're hearing from her, make sure you check out her uh, oeuvre right there on the internet. She is ladies and gentlemen everywhere and she deserves to be. Uh, my name is uh, DJ Ramsey. Again, as I remind you, my show is called Arabology, and I uh, always attempt to take you on a virtual flying carpet ride throughout uh, the Arab world, and we do that every week through music and through interviews, sometimes through poetry and literature, and sometimes by focusing on one artist in particular, as is the case this week with our sole focus on the one and only Yasmin Hamdan. Uh, we are going to be with you until 5 p.m., so uh, don't go anywhere. Um, we'll be... Uh, 
uh, getting ready for uh, the next uh, part of my interview with Yasmin Hamdan. That will be part six of my of my interview, and uh, it's uh, going to be uh, coming up uh, in uh, just a bit. So uh, don't don't you dare go anywhere. One, two, three, four. The mission of the International Gay and Lesbian Human Rights Commission is to secure the full enjoyment of the human rights of all people and communities currently subject to discrimination or abuse on the basis of sexual orientation, gender identity or expression, or HIV status. The IGLHRC affects this mission through advocacy, documentation, coalition building, public education, and technical assistance. To find out more about the work of IGLHRC or to help support their efforts, please visit www.iglhrc.org. That's www.iglhrc.org. Coming up to 4 p.m. California time right here on KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. I'm your DJ Ramsey, and let's go back to uh, the uh, flowing interview with uh, Yasmin Hamdan uh, that's uh, coming to you uh, via a pre-recorded medium. I recorded this interview with Ms. Hamdan herself uh, a day and a half ago uh, by telephone. She was in Paris, France, while I was in my office here at Stanford, and uh, here is uh, part seven of uh, what uh, she had to say. And so we, we, we've talked about, you know, your reception in the Arab world, which initially was reluctant, but at this point is creating, it has created a sort of a new genre that may have been fueled, you know, by the Arab revolts and the Arab Spring. Has the reception of you as maybe a Lebanese artist been as welcoming or as uh, challenging in Europe, for example, or the United States? Well, you know, it's, it's there's there borders are everywhere and eventually um taboo i mean you are touching something when you i don't know why um we need i mean people need to put us artists in in categories and and i've been i've been trying to you know forget about that or fight that or in a way you know uh, go beside it or just, you know, find my way out of this, the categorization or the formatting. Of course that in Europe and, you know, you you find stigmas both sides, in the West, in the East, and eventually, if, if there is Est and East, if, if we can say that they are separate, because in today's world, everybody's, you know, it's mingling, everybody's like, you cannot, you, there is no very defined borders. There are no defined borders. So eventually, yeah, sometimes I, I, find, I, I can find myself in, in places where I, can, I feel as an Arabic artist or as a Lebanese artist a bit like a segregated place, a bit like I, I felt in many places that I had to, you know, prove that I am the Arab uh, they need me to be, you know. <laughs> but this is not something that is common, and this is, of course, and I find I found so many interesting people uh, I collaborated with that pushed me, that helped the project, that were projects I've, I've done, and so many, in, so much enthusiasm and interest, and and also sincere, you know, support. So it depends, really, it depends. I don't think that. Um, I don't think that you can position, you know, as, as an Arabic artist, I don't think you can position yourself outside the reality. 
but you can just you know be you you can you can just propose uh, uh, some some views that can you know uh, um, propose other imaginations or other you know other uh, pockets of uh, of of uh, and pockets of where where people can meet you know pockets of resistance to the mainstream you know um, view. Uh, that is projected on the Arabic world and the Arabic world projects to the West. That was the one and only Yasmin Hamdan and a track to, well, I guess the city of her birth. That was a track called the Beirut, uh, the capital of Lebanon, of course. And uh, that uh, track, if you liked it, uh, you know, you definitely check out her new album called Yanas. It's also, this track happened to also be released on the uh, self-titled French release of the album Yasmin Hamdan as well. And uh, while you're at it, uh, check the uh, video clips for this uh, young lady. She does these uh, amazing video clips uh, that go along with the songs that are visually stunning. And I believe uh, Beirut is uh, one of those. So uh, the focus of today's uh, Arabology show, of course, has been and will continue to be on uh, Yasmin Hamdan, the Lebanese-born singer, songwriter, and actress who is currently living in France and making a splash all over Europe. She is uh, loved by both the East and West and sometimes uh, is, uh, well, has a deep impact on both in, <laughs> in several different ways, and I'll leave it at that. Yasmin Hamdan uh, uh, released the, the album, as I said, Yanas, uh, this month internationally. And in order to write the melodies and the lyrics for the songs on the album, Yasmin drew from the repertoire uh, and the attitude 
of great Arab uh, singers from uh, the middle of the 20th century with heavy emphasis on Arab women singers, including some uh, little-known or uh, half-forgotten figures, uh, such as uh, Aisha al-Marta, uh, Nagat al-Sagira, Asmahan, Shadia, Munir al-Mehdiya, and many more. Yasmin uh, Hamdan herself, uh, who is an avid uh, collector of records from that era, uh, is inspired by these women, by the mischievous sensuality and the subtle, ironic social criticism which uh, pervades their lyrics and which is reminiscent of a period of freedom and, imp- and emancipation in the history of many Middle Eastern societies. Well, Yasmin's vocals are definitely connected to traditions of Arabic music, to which she takes a personal, unconventional and fresh approach. The structures and arrangements of the songs are very remote from its codes. They might be described as kind of elegant, mutant. Uh, it, they definitely have a strain of electrofolk pop. They uh, spring mysteriously from somewhere in the Persian Gulf with acoustic guitars, vintage uh, synthesizers, spellbinding atmosphere, and of course, Yasmin's multifaceted, wonderful voice. Uh, one element which may be lost to some Western ears is Yasmin's playful use of various dialects of Arabic in her, in her lyrics, which alternate between Lebanese, Kuwaiti, Palestinian, Egyptian, and Bedouin dialects. And she uses uh, a lot of uh, code switching and uh, references uh, that are so typical of Middle Eastern humor, only she does it. It, uh, through song, and uh, if you, if uh, let me just explain that a little bit. As you know, the um, quote-unquote Arab world or the Arabic-speaking world speaks classical Arabic, which uh, of course happens to also be the 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 language of the Quran. So that anybody in the twenty-plus. Uh, countries on earth where Arabic is the uh, official language, is able to communicate with anybody from the other countries by uh, speaking in classical Arabic, and they will be understood. But this has has meant that uh, dialects have uh, emerged uh, separately, and uh, these dialects are, uh, are uh, very, very different. For example, the Egyptian dialect uh, is not uh, too close to the Gulf dialect uh, or the uh, Levantine dialect that is spoken in, let's say, Lebanon and Syria, Jordan, and uh, the Palestinian territories. So basically, uh, uh, I'm saying all this because uh, Yasmin Hamdan herself is able to master all these dialects and is able to sing in those dialects. So on her album, Yanas, you're going to hear songs in, you know, this Khaliji dialect as well as in uh, Lebanese and Levantine and uh, some Egyptian, and I'm being deliberate about saying the G as a G there, uh, some Egyptian dialect, and of course, uh, many others. So this code switching, this linguistic uh, code switching is, is one of the many things that make Yasmin Hamdan so unique and so uh, visionary, and also perhaps so unifying in the sense of uh, this identity as uh, an Arab world, an identity that unfortunately only exists at this point in people's imaginations. It is uh, 4, 7 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. I am your DJ Ramsey. And a uh, big hello here to uh, Samar 
who just stopped by the studio to say hello to everybody. She comes from Egypt, so salam to Samar. Uh, and I might as well uh, say a few hellos to people I saw today and who are very excited about uh, knowing that uh, that Yasmin Hamdan was the spotlight of today's Arabology. So we'll say marhaba to uh, Shervin and to uh, the amazing uh, Dr. Thuraya Boumehdi, who uh, is uh, listening to this uh, uh, episode, I believe, uh, at uh, the 90.1 FM dial. So uh, I've kept you in uh, suspense way too long this time and uh, babbled on for quite a while, but I really can't find enough words to tell you how much uh, Yasmin Hamdan uh, means to the uh, alternative and emerging Arabic uh, music scene in uh, the region. Well, let's turn to uh, the continuation of my interview with her. Here is part seven of the interview that I conducted via telephone. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, she spoke to us, as I said, all the way from Paris, France. Any plans to come and tour in the States, maybe visit Stanford, uh, meet our students, uh, come see the San Francisco Bay Area from the point of view of a uh, visiting artist? Yeah, sure. I mean, of course, I, I, I hope so. I mean, some some when the album will be released and, and, and when when we will, you know, we'll, I'm... I'm Kind of focusing on Europe right now, and uh, and then on the Middle East, and 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 I mean the States is also part of of places where the album will be released, and I would love to perform, and and I'm already I I have um I have some uh, some projects, but I. It's uh, it's a it's a big continent, the states. It's it's another you know it's another world. So things things come you know by prior, priority, and our priority right now is to just release the album here, and and and, and we've been receiving a great um, a great reception um, in Europe, and and after that, yeah, sure. And I, I would love to because I've 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 performed already. I've I've done some stuff and. and in, in the states as as a guest and and as as an as a performer artist as as my own um, project and um and i've i've noticed i mean i've enjoyed very much the 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 american public because i i feel that they i don't know there there is something groovy about the way the public reacts to the songs that i connect to there is something really more groovy uh, i mean groovy enough for me to connect to as you know me coming from this groovy Arabic background, because yeah. we have, you know, we we have very groovy music too. So uh, yeah, sure, I would I would love to, and and I I hope that this will happen in the fall. So for people who want to fall or summer, yeah, uh, uh, sorry, fall or winter. Fall or winter, winter. inshallah. Uh, yes, I mean for people who want to find out more about your music, your upcoming tours, etc. Okay. You have a website where you can direct us to. Yeah, you have my website www.yasmin uh, y a s m i n e hamdan h a m d a n y a s m i n e h a m d a n uh, dot com, and then you have my Facebook too. Um, I try to be on. You know, I'm too old for for this 
you know, and for a Facebook thing. And, I but I try so. to. I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I try to, but yes, I'm, I'm on Facebook. I just discovered this picture thing. I forgot the name. You know, I, I'm, I have four friends. I'm, co- I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, con- connected to the internet stuff world. Yes, I, I'd you. rather be, you know, I'm. Con- I work on the computer. I work on, you know, songs. I work on programs like live and and pro tools and stuff. And you know, I have to say that every day there is a plugging or a, I don't know what on my iPhone. I'm just addict to it. It's it's horror. Well, I, anyway, I, you're speaking to a 47-year-old man who uses Facebook here. Yes, me. Oh my God! If, if you're old, then I'm going to go retire right now in old people's homes. <laughs> and, and I am. Well, we're getting old together. Let's let's I, let's face I it. I think I'm more of your halo or your ammo at this point. No, no way. Uh, the one and only Yasmin Hamdan and a track called Intafain Again, which means uh, Where Are You Again? And I think that may be a reference to the fact that she already had released a, a different version of this song, Intafain. And if you're wondering what the whole thing means, Intafain with Hobbifain means Where Are You and Just Where the Heck is love. Uh, either way, uh, that's uh, an amazing uh, song and a sample from the new album by uh, Yasmin Hamdan. It's called uh, Yanas, and it features uh, this kind of music that is experimental but courageous vis- uh, visually and uh, in terms of audio, quite astounding. And uh, also features this uh, amazing young lady who has been all over the world, who's multi talented and who uh, is. Is residing in Paris, France at these days with, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, a very talented husband, I hear, whose name is uh, none other than 
Elia Suleiman. Now, he is a very, very highly esteemed and uh, critically acclaimed director. Uh, he's, uh, he was born in uh, Nazareth, and uh, he's a Palestinian film director and actor uh, who's uh, probably best known for his 2002 film Divine Intervention. In Arabic, it was titled Yadun Ilahiya, which was sort of a modern tragic comedy and uh, which won the jury prize uh, at the Cannes Film Festival in 2002. So take this very talented director, uh, Elias Suleiman, and uh, come to find out he is actually married to Yasmin Hamdan. So talk about a power couple, is it, or a multi-talented couple? I am sure the uh, walls on that household probably dance and sing and produce and direct. <laughs> it is uh, 415, ladies and gentlemen, right here on the Arabology Show. We are featuring, as I said, uh, Yasmin Hamdan on today's show. And uh, I'm trying to sort of contextualize uh, uh, the, the career, uh, the illustrious career that uh, Yasmin Hamdan has had within the framework of the uh, Arab Spring and uh, current realities. And um, and I uh, I do really believe that it was the alternative music scene through hip hop sometimes and through this kind of experimental music that uh, has uh, driven the Arab Spring or at least the soundtrack to the Arab Spring all over the region. Yasmin Hamdan continues to occupy a very central position in that and uh, is uh, also super busy doing many, many projects in addition to the release of uh, of Yanas um, this month. Uh, she, as I said, she will be appearing in uh, Jim Sharmouche's a new movie, uh, which is uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. And uh, I guess that's the title I remember. And uh, she's currently writing and recording an original soundtrack for the theater play Rituel pour une métamorphose. And that's by Syrian playwright um, Sardal Lawanous. And that's going to be for a production at Comédie Française in uh, Paris, France. So talk about a busy, busy uh, person who is creating and creating and creating and never stops. Thank you, Yasmin Hamdan. I hope you never do stop. And thank you again for giving us all this uh, uh, time and uh, for sharing your uh, story with us, at least partially, here on the Arabology Show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I still have one last segment of my interview with uh, Yasmin Hamdan to come. But uh, in the meantime, uh, let's uh, listen uh, to this. Like what you're hearing? Help make sure KZSU can continue to provide great programming without commercials to listeners all over the Bay Area. Donate to KZSU. For more information, email our underwriting department at underwriting at kzsu.stanford.edu or call us at 650-723-9010. And don't forget to keep on listening. Ladies and gentlemen, it is coming up to 4.20 p.m. right here at uh, KZSU. And uh, let's turn to uh, the last part of my interview with Yasmin Hamdan, in which, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Hamdan turns the tables on me and uh, starts interviewing me about the Arabic classes here at Stanford. So here we go. I would like to wish you the best of continued luck, uh, Yasmin, in, uh, you. in your Thank career. You. To let you know that we here at Stanford University as a collective from professors 
professors to students love your music, that you are Thank a you part so of the Arabic classroom experience where we always, wow. if they do well, they get to see a Yasmin uh, Hamdan video, <laughs> and we analyze your lyrics in Arabic wow. and translate them into English. So oh, I that, hope that that's you, incredible. <laughs> so inshallah, you'll, you'll come meet Can us. Can you send me the translations, please? Absolutely. You <laughs> know what I would like to do next quarter is to maybe videotape my students speaking, my American students speaking wow. Yasmin Hamdan, and maybe we'll put that on Facebook for everybody wow. to see. That would be fantastic. You know what? Let's do a song with your classroom. <laughs> I would love that, Yasmin. It would be an honor oh. if we could maybe do a Skype session and have them <laughs> ask you in their, you know, Arabic. It's going to have an American accent, but they're going to, okay. maybe they can ask you in Arabic a few questions. And okay, we can do that. It, it would be fun. It would be fun. Do they speak Arabic? What kind of Arabic dialect do, do so, they speak? So, you know, Arabic? we begin by with Fushaf with them the first couple of years. Classical? By okay. Classical Arabic. But then by the third year, a lot of them want Levantine or they want Egyptian. So we have classes in that as well. So we begin okay. for writing and, and reading purposes with the Fusha. And by third year, they're able to say, you know, Tamim instead of Tamam. Oh, that's <laughs> so, great. So we work on, on both with them. And I think that's why they love your music, because some of it is classical and some of it is colloquial and uh, dialectical. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hear your students talk Arabic with me. And be careful. I talk all the dialects. So they can... They can feel free to, you know, to speak with me in any dialect. Even Gulf, uh, you know. I, I love the Gulf dialect. What do you mean? I sing in Gulf dialect. I, I sing in Kuwaiti and Iraqi. Whoa. I love it. I, I live there. So. I love that. Because, yeah. because, I mean, you were born and raised in Lebanon, right? No. I was born in Lebanon, but I was born... Um, in the middle of civil war, so we had we were on and off wow. between Lebanon and and Kuwait and Abu Dhabi and Greece and oh wow and, okay yeah. so that's where the dialects come from well yeah. okay well Yasmin Hamda we are proud of your album proud of you thank you دلوني درب السنوينا أشوف لي مرجع من بير الهوالة من صد مظنوني وأخلى بلادينا أجاوب الورجع من ديجة Thank you.
Yasmin Hamdan, ladies and gentlemen, and from her brand new album, Yanas. That was the title track called Yanas. Yanas translated is Oh People. And uh, that uh, concluded my uh, lengthy interview here with uh, Yasmin Hamdan, a very gracious interview that she agreed to uh, give us right here to, at the Arabaldi Show all the way from Paris, France. We played that interview in eight parts today on the Arabaldi Show. Hopefully, it has uh, served to uh, pique your interest about uh, the uh, kind of music coming out of uh, Lebanon and the Arab world uh, uh, at large, especially at a time of uh, revolutions and chaos and uh, negative images. It is very comforting to see that there is uh, an array and a wide array of talent coming out of the music scene and the Arabic uh, cultural productions currently on the market are truly astounding and are revolutionary in nature. They are defying stereotypes. They are speaking in not only against the system, but against uh, sexism and oppression and homophobia and many other social uh, taboos. This is the new generation of uh, uh, Arab musicians coming in from all the way uh, in uh, the Middle East and uh, beyond. Yasmin Hamdan uh, is representative of this new generation, of this new voice that attempts to do just that. And uh, before um, I end uh, the uh, the segment officially on uh, Yasmin Hamdan, a little uh, a little uh, announcement in French for the French fans out there who are uh, maybe anticipating uh, the new album, une nouvelle édition uh, remaniée de son album, un rôle dans le nouveau film de Jim Charmuche et une musique originale pour la comédie française la plus parisienne des artistes libanaises sera présente sur tous les fronts au printemps 2013. There we go, another affirmation of her uh, worldwide and global uh, appeal, I guess. And uh, while we're at it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we might as well uh, say it in Arabic uh, in terms of the album Yanas by Yasmin Hamdan, which, by the way, has an amazing cover picture and has her with a tattoo in Arabic of her name on her arm. So uh, if you speak Arabic, just try to decipher that gorgeous looking tattoo uh, and, and so about the album Yasmin Hamdan Yanas in Arabic هذا الألبوم هو الأول ليسمين حمدان حيث كتب وأنتج بالتعاون مع مارك كولان ذاع صيت ياسمين في من خلال فرقة سوب كيلز التي شاركت في تأسيسها في بيروت وأصبحت أول فرقة للموسيقى الإلكترونية المستقلة في الشرق الأوسط سرعان ما احتلت موسيقى سوب كيلز الساحة الفنية العربية التي تبلورت في لبنان في أعقاب الحرب مانح الفرقة, الفرقة مكانة رمزية متميزة حتى اليوم ما زالت ياسمين حمدان تعتبر أيقونة للموسيقى البديلة في العالم العربي So what you just heard ladies and gentlemen was a trilingual summary of what Yasmin Hamdan is all about and I think it is befitting to do it in three languages since the young lady lives in Paris is from the Arab world and and of course speaks gorgeous and perfect English and is attempting to uh, uh, go beyond borders and which she considers imaginary and uh, and attempts to uh, bridge uh, differences through music and through culture. In a nutshell, we played uh, Yanas by Yasmin Hamdan, Intafin again, um, Beirut, 
another track called uh, La Mouche, a track uh, as part of Soap Kills called Herzan, uh, another track uh, by Yasmin Hamdan on her own called In Kan Fuadi, a brand new track by Yasmin uh, called Hal. That uh, track exists on the uh, Yanas album, but it was actually written for a film in which she also appears and sings, apparently. And uh, we began the, the program today with uh, a couple of songs taken from the uh, Arabology album by YAS. YAS, of course, Yas is the project that Yasmin Hamdan was involved in, along with Mir Weiss, who, as we said, uh, co-produced uh, and co-wrote uh, some of uh, Madonna's album uh, albums, including uh, uh, American Life and Music. So here he is, uh, turning uh, to an Arab uh, and Lebanese uh, female singer and producing a gem called Arabology. And I am not ashamed to say it. That is where the current show's name, my show right here on KZSU, comes from and a true inspiration. And thank you to Yasmin Hamdan for that amazing interview, which she gave us 